she said that she has mad stuff to do mad work to do right now if you want to fuck your girl and you want her to fuck you why don't you do something at work and even then i don't care why you feel like you're not enough that isn't what the problem is the problem more so is that you feel like you're not enough and you're looking for somebody else to make you enough if you have a guy that you're talking to and he is afraid to be confronted about your relationship with him that's a red flag I think today I have to do that because I've kind of felt hyped up anyways, but my name is Donovan Gray and welcome to the Bamboo Project Podcast where you can see how we turn our life into a living, right? Now, a purpose of this podcast is so you can see how we turn our life into a living. I already said that, right? But I'm going to explain exactly what that means, people who are new to the podcast. So imagine what it would be like if you saw maybe like Kevin Hart, you saw Jay-Z or Barack Obama when they were 25 years old, when they were 20 years old, and you saw the trials and tribulations they had to go through to get to where they are now. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm documenting this through a podcast, okay? So I want to start off by giving a shout out to the Bamboo Project family. I appreciate everyone who tunes in every week. This may be your first episode, but for everyone else, this is episode 31. And if this is your first episode, you have a lot of catching up to do. It's a lot, a lot of work, all right? So if you do not have a YouTube premium, because a lot of people don't, or you don't have the time to sit down and actually watch the whole podcast and you want to hear the audio instead while you're going to work, getting things done around the house or in the middle of a pandemic, you know, the link for that is in the description below. Mm. Water break. Uh, this podcast is on Anchor, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, CastBox, Overcast, and Pocket Cast. Like I said, the description to hear this podcast, if you're watching it on YouTube, is in the description below. And if you're listening to the podcast through one of those uh, platforms I just mentioned, we have a YouTube channel. It's called The Bamboo Project. That's what it's called, The Bamboo Project. So we have 100 plus videos of cooking tutorials. We have travel lifestyle vlogs. We have tips on makeup and hair growth. And we post multiple videos every week. Actually, right now, what we're doing on that channel is we're wholesaling wholesaling, uh, property. So you can see us learn from square one whatever the fuck we, we, don't, we don't know what we're doing so we're going through it from from square one you can see and watch us do that you, my producer tells me to slow down you can see i'm kind of hyped up for some strange reason i don't know why you can you know why I, I know why because i feel like it's gonna be a great podcast that's why i got i got i feel it in my bones either way oh you can see us wholesale videos wholesale houses on uh, on youtube um and if you are not watching on YouTube and you don't know what we look like and you want to see what we look like, you can see us on social media. Mine is Donovan Gray, D-O-N-I-V-A-N-G-R-A-Y. My beautiful girlfriend's is Anita Byrne, A-N-E-T-A-B-U-R-N. My Instagram and Twitter are the same thing. Oh, excuse me. So Bamboo Project, like I said before, is showing us how we go from being regular people to being billionaires. So we have multiple different projects. Okay. We have the Bamboo Project food page we have the music page we have the clothing page we have the fitness page we have the sports page and we have the bamboo project podcast which you're hearing right now um i'm doing consultations you can dm me to schedule a consultation uh and sometimes this podcast goes three hours which we will try to no longer ever do again in life if we can do that 
Um, but for the other people who want to hear the podcast and don't want to hear the whole thing, that's not true. That's not what I meant. I know you want to hear the whole thing. What I meant to say was for the people who might find this clip on Twitter or something like that, then you can come here and watch the clips from the timestamp that we put in the description below on the podcast. So we're going to have, you know, at five minutes and 30 seconds, we talked about monogamy at 10 minutes and 42 seconds. We talked about, you know, wholesale and real estate, things like that. So you can see down below different parts of the video. Okay, so the water break. Uh, today's date is October 20th. It's Tuesday, October 20th, 1.06 p.m. If you know, we try and start at 10. Today is a little, we start a little later. We'll, we'll get into that, you know, uh, in the podcast. So this podcast has multiple segments. There are four main segments on this podcast. Okay, we have the life update. We have episode playback. We have Donovan's question. We have today's topics. Now, if you don't know what these segments are, I'm going to explain to you really quickly. The life update is just as it sounds, very plain and simple, is where my life is at right now, what's going on within the last week. I just give you guys an update to see you know, what's going on. Right now, it's, it's fun. It's regular fun stuff. But I think this segment will be really popular, a lot more popular when I'm a billionaire or even you know, 100 millionaire. Episode playback, that's for me to talk to my, my family on here to let them know, hey, Last week, I think I fucked up by saying this, or maybe I feel like I could have said that differently, or I heard I went back and heard the podcast and figured, oh, nah, that, that ain't seem right, or oh, I didn't elaborate on something in the last podcast, so I have episode playback. Donovan's questions is where I ask a question for you guys to just think and challenge you, and then today's topics, which is what I kind of want to talk about on the podcast. So, today's agenda for the topics are marriage. There's a, oh, there was a clip about monogamy that came out recently, right? The uh the topic was, does your girl, no, what was it? It was, why do girls want monogamy if they're not going to fuck their man all day? That's pretty much what it was about. Uh, who is more toxic, men or women? That's another topic. Uh, what makes a girl a hoe? I have an answer for you guys who need to know that. And security versus excitement. Which one is more important in a relationship? So let's start with the life update. Um, So... Mm, feel good. What is Melissa writing on here? Why are you writing that on there? Why we? You said what? But I guess we can do nothing. Oh, okay. So my girlfriend, my beautiful girlfriend. We said that. We said that on the last podcast. No, because my birthday wasn't here yet. We said it was coming. Oh my God! This is see. I have this is why for me personally, I don't. I don't. Me and birthdays don't go together because I feel like with a birthday, it's not important, especially when you're broke and poor and struggling. It's like why you care about a birthday? That's how I feel because I'm like people be going outside trying to celebrate birthday parties and stuff. They don't got no money in their bank account. They got nothing to do. They just trying. They they will scrape together their last dollar to spend it outside for their birthday. And I just be like, I don't understand it. So me personally, I don't like to go out for my birthday if I'm not in a great space. That's just my personal opinion. Everybody's different. I don't know. Melissa has her own trauma reasons why she wants to have a birthday party. What is why are you looking at me like that? I'm gonna say it. Why? 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 My girlfriend's birthday was this week, and she turned 23 years old. <laughs> so, so there we are. Um, so you know, there's that. Um, I talked about last week how I thought she became very mature for her birthday well obviously you don't know if that's still the case because he's talking about some it's my birthday don't tell don't forget to tell my birthday that's what he wants to do you know you're 23 and you're beautiful your hair's growing i think it's growing a lot he was walking around the house earlier and i see it yeah the 
the shit. Don't think you know, you know, you know that I know that you know I saw it. So don't act like you didn't know that. Um, so if you tuned in last week to the podcast, you will know that we are wholesaling real estate. If you don't know what that is, quick uh, rundown. That is pretty much where you take a contract to sell a property and you flip it to somebody else. Make the money. Finders fee. They pay me to find a property for them. They buy it. That's it. I'm out. Um, so we've been doing like, uh, I guess, finding deals. Melissa had paid $1,000 for a course um, to learn about real estate and how to uh, wholesale properties. And it's, I think it's a great course, right? Um, it helps us. <laughs> it's actually really funny. So the people that have the course have a, I guess, a weekly call or maybe a biweekly call and weekly. So uh, Melissa was doing reviews on whether or not she would like to buy the course uh, before she purchased it. And she was seeing that people were saying, oh, um, he doesn't he doesn't actually give you the money when you find the deal. It's a lie. And nobody's ever gotten the money. Right. So, you know, if, as any normal person would be like, oh, that's kind of kind of skeptical about it. Like, I don't know. If I want to spend a thousand dollars, we're not rich. That's kind of a lot of money to just be spending on the tour and the course. We don't know what can come from it, right, Bruh. The other day we had listened to some one of the the weekly calls, right? The kind of people that pay a thousand dollars for this course and don't know how to, bruh. There was one lady on there, right? It was mad people asking crazy ass questions. It was just so much crazy. But there was one in particular that stood out to me. The lady was like, "I just need somebody to just walk me through." step by step to baby me i think she said she said hold my hand i need somebody to hold my hand through this course just sound like a grown-ass woman right she's talking about she's what oh no i know i didn't get to that part yet she was like i need somebody to hold i don't know where to start what to do mind you it's this is what this is okay another thing for me personally when it comes to doing like anything is give me the tools I, i'll put the hard work and labor in if it comes to riding my bike give if i can get a nice bike i'll work for 10 hours straight i have no problem doing that if it comes as long as i have the information and the tools i don't need you to baby me just give me the tell me which way to go i'll walk over there i'll walk and figure it out once i know okay am i going in the right direction yes i'm I'm gonna figure it out but this lady was like i need your help sir he was like what happened she was like oh well i have a what so when i start writing the can you just like hold my hand through writing the contract He's like, man, this man, I know he's so fed up. He sounded so fed up on the phone call. He's like, dude, ho- what? What? You, what? She's like, yeah, I, I don't know how to fill it out. He's like, it's a standard contract. There's nothing else on. It's like your name. It's like the date. It's the it's basic. What's the address of the property? There's no crazy stuff to fill out on it. It's my. It's literally, if you go on the course, it's probably like a PDF and you just insert. It tells you my name is you put your name. The property address is you put the property address. You put uh the wholesale amount that I want is this. It's that's it. And the things that are not on there, they give you a clause to put in there to go, hey, I want to be able to assign this. Put that in the contract. But this lady couldn't do that. So I can already tell she's probably not gonna be making any deal. She's probably gonna get tired of it. It was somebody else on there too that was that was stressing me out. Who it was was, was not not the, the other guy who's not from here. There's another one. I don't know where he's from. I think he was Haitian. But there was another guy that was acting kind of weird on there. He might have been from the Bronx. No, that's not true. He's from New York. Damn, yeah, I forgot. But listen, and I think this is a lot of things that people fail to 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 mention or you just forget in general, right? A lot of reasons why courses don't work, or a lot a lot of books don't work, education don't work, is because people don't put in the actual effort. 
They don't put in the time. They go, okay, I paid the thousand dollars and that should be it. This is exactly what I talked about in the last two podcasts when I talked about paying for courses. You get the information for you to apply the information. You're not going, and even mind you, you're not going to find anything in the world that is handed to you on a silver platter. It's going to come with some type of, uh, what do you call it? I'm not repercussions. You, some type of, what is that called? Um, uh, I guess a give and take, a sacrifice. You're going to have to make a sacrifice somewhere along the line. You can't go, okay, just give me everything that I need. So for the course, the guy pretty much gives you every single tool that you can use to find a product. It's, it's literally, it's everything is there. He tells you where to look for the most part. He tells you what to look for. He gives you the numbers. He gives you the formulas to use. He tells you how much the rehab will cost. He t- and if you know how to rehab a property, he even tells you. He has he has a whole a whole uh, uh, software tool that runs down the price of if you buy five um, slabs of what is it of drywall. If you want to get a light, if you want to get the foundation fixed, he tells you that. I don't know how to, to how to uh, fix a property, so I don't know what to look for. But if you do know, the prices are there. So everything is pretty much there. And there was a phone call where everybody on the phone call had no idea what to do. Everybody on the phone call was just completely lost. I don't and I'm and not lost in like a oh. Uh, I'm confused. I don't really understand this part. It's like I don't even know what to do. I don't know, and it's basic. It's ba- I feel like it's just basic things that people in there did not know how to do. This annoying me, but this goes back to reading books and just anything in general. You there is a learning curve, and you have to go and try to learn it, and then you have to fail at learning it. That is part of being great at anything. You just have to do it. Just do it, and then fuck it up. Fuck it up a hundred. T- that's a lot. Fuck it up 25 times, 50 times, and then be like, okay, now I'm going to try, you know, get some more help after I fucked it up 50 times. So right now, me and Melissa are at the, okay, well, that's great. I didn't even get, that's that's perfect. Five minutes of the life update or five minutes of the whole thing? Okay. So the real estate, oh, right. So um, Melissa and I are going to update, not update, upload this week, um, us making phone calls to people f- to put in a an offer for their their property right that shit's hilarious like that shit's fucking hilarious because like i said we don't know what the fuck we do. like we know what we're supposed to do but there's a very big there's a the gap is big as fuck when it comes to knowing having the information and then actually uh i guess doing what you're supposed to do so a lot of people say well i know how to trade stocks i know how to play basketball i know how to sell property and you go how do you know well i read all these books about it i saw i read it i, I paid money for all these courses about it I, I know everything and then they actually get into it and go uh yeah none of this is how i thought it was supposed to be so i think it was yeah my first phone call yesterday right it's actually hilarious to me it was yesterday the day before yesterday today's our third day on the first day I don't know how to place a bid for a property. I've never done that before. So I call the guy, like four people. I'm like, so uh, you, uh, can I buy this for $100,000? He's like, what? I'm like, yeah, yeah. Just mind you, this is the first thing I said to him. I call him on the phone and I'm like, let me turn this game down a little bit. Hello? Hello? Yeah, I think that works. So... Hello? Hello? Yeah, so da da da. Anyway, hello. Hello. Yeah, so it's like I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. So either way, must be hating. Cause I have my I got my um uh, my Denzel Washington voice. Um so 
Right. So I call a guy, right? And like I said, I've never done this before in my life. I don't know what it is. I don't know how to buy, sell, negotiate properties. I don't know what a good property is. I don't know what foundation. I don't know how to look at somebody at a property and go, this needs $50,000 worth of work, right? I don't know. But I call the guy. I use the formulas and the software that the guy had. Called the number that I found on Zillow from a guy that was the agent for a property. And I first thing I said was, I want to put an offer for this house. And he was like, well, what what do you want to put it in for? I'm like, I don't know, like 100000 He was like, what? Y- yeah. He's like, do you just call people and just put in offers? I was like, did I say no? I was like, no, nah, I don't do that. I don't, <laughs> come on now. I'm, I'm experienced. What the fuck would I be doing just calling random people putting offers? Mind you. He was like, nah. Now... Anybody that knows negotiation, I would assume, or who does real estate, probably knows you don't call off the first, off, off the bat and just be like, I'm placing an offer for this property. You might want to ask some questions first. You might want to say who the fuck you are. You might want to say what you're doing. You might want to say some of those things. Not Donovan. Donovan just wanted to let you know that I want to purchase property for $75,000 under the price you asked me for, that you put it on this website for. You pay, you put it up there for one I'm like, nah. 95,000 is what I'm gonna buy this for. And he's like, Why? I'm like, I don't know. I just assumed I could just <laughs> guess a lower number and you would sell it. He wasn't going for that. And that was my first experience when it comes to uh to wholesaling or trying to get deals. I've gotten better, and like I said, you can see these phone calls on the YouTube channel. You're gonna be able to watch these. Uh, we're gonna post them this week. Um, so we're gonna try to post them this week because we have a lot of stuff going and we freaking since we started doing a real estate. I we have going going to bed at two o'clock in the morning, and I mean it's got like we'll be doing looking for deals for eight, ten, twelve hours, and we only stop to eat, and that's it, like pretty much it, and maybe that's it. Yeah, there's no sex happening, so it's just eight, ten hours. That's it. So, um, so that was that. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm I'm excited though. I'm very excited about this because I feel like we we from the from day one to day three we've gotten a lot better. We've learned a lot more. We've kind of lasered in on exactly what we want to do and say when we're on the phone, what we're looking for. We know what better, what can be a better deal for people. Um, so we just, you know, we're going forward with that. But like I said, Melissa has her wholesale inside of the YouTube channel where she's going to go and talk about. Are you still doing that? She looks very, like, suspicious. I don't know if she's going to keep doing it. You say. I do know. I do know. You want to be a billionaire? The Bamboo Project, Melissa. That's what it says. Oh, Consistency hey, and hard work. Yes, it's yeah. going to come out, right? Because she also has to make a dress for my uh, my cousin who wants a dress. I have to do, my hair. Have to do her a hair. Thing. A sponsored video for hair she has to do. Um, I don't know if you remember back in the day, like when we first started the podcast, we had shit to do. We just go to work. That was it. That, <laughs> that ever happened i feel like it probably did at some point it's funny i think it's funny but now we have a lot of things to do but that's that uh for people who know about the ipad story a couple of days or a couple i guess two weeks ago melissa got an ipad right and i was like i don't know if you need an ipad melissa because i feel like you just want an ipad because you got some money right and she's like no that's my melissa voice she's like no no i don't want that for that reason i'm like that's not melissa voice she was like no no i don't want that for that reason (laughs) (laughs) right that's that's what melissa that's how she said it that's how i hear her like that so it depends on how she's feeling that day. if she's feeling like regular melissa she was like nah i ain't want it for that reason but if she like if she feeling me she was like no that's not why i wanted it so she she got the ipad right and funny enough i've been using the ipad for the last three days for the real estate right because to me my brain works like 
how you see in like all of those super sci-fi movies from like the 80s and 90s where they have to touch everything and they they're moving all the lasers around they're like okay i'm gonna pull this number down here pull this comparable over there and check the price for this and dude that's how my brain works right so now that the ipad is there i can do that on the ipad so now i'm i'm in the zone i have a picture i'm gonna post that i got on my right i got the ipad set up then on the middle i got the i got the laptop set up then on the screen behind i got the apple tv so it's on the tv and i'm looking at the same time it's listen it was crazy the problem is i need two more ipads that's the problem because obviously one ipad is not enough i need to get two more ipads so i can have because here's the thing in real estate, there's multiple different, uh, I guess, companies. You got like Zillow, you got Redfin, you got Realtor. Um, it's another one, right? I think it's another one. Either one, those are three that we may see that we basically use, right? So I'm checking each one of them for properties because some of them have more properties than the others. Other other sites may have more information than the other one. So I need to look at all three of them. Then I have the laptop to do to do the to do the typing to see, okay, put the deals in, do the numbers, do the crunch, and all the numbers, stuff like that. So I need three iPads, right? But for myself, not for like I don't want Melissa to have them. Like I, I need to have all the iPads on here so that I can, you know, do the the work. I feel like it makes me very efficient when I do that. Um. So, but yeah, so that's you know that's this. I think it's just funny that now I think I need an iPad. So the money should probably should come in today because I had to. So I'm buying an iPad for myself so that I can get work done more efficiently. And that I could might maybe give back Melissa her iPad to maybe use. Maybe. I might have to use an iPad too while I'm doing it. Um, and I had to transfer my point that I got from using my Amazon card that I got back in February. I'm going to use that money to buy the iPad. It's supposed to come in like freaking a month or some shit, which is mad long. I don't want to wait, but I'll, I'll wait if I have to. Um, but I do need an iPad. I feel like it's very helpful for what I'm doing right now. So I'm going to get on that. And I might buy it today or tomorrow. Um, so if you also know last week or the week after week before that I talked about exercising more, what's the time that we at right now? Uh, 14. Okay. That's good. Ooh, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna get through this part quick. So, um, yeah, I started getting back to playing basketball, right? So Xavier is an old friend of mine, old teammate. And I, we have, it's a very funny story about us as far as I, it's a funny story to me. I explained the story to you before, right? Yeah. So. This is it's a really old story, and I'm, I'll probably tell it on the next podcast. It was about how he was. It's just just our trajectory of how our friendship has gone from where we started to where we are now. It's just a very funny thing, but it's always been centered around basketball. I feel like no matter what happens, I can call him to be like, "Yo, bro, I need a I need a player for it on the team." He like, "I got you. You can call me. I come over and help him with it, like go play some basketball." Like we know that whatever happens, basketball connects both of us um because we just love basketball that much so he had hit me up recently mind like i said we did not talk for years and just come and play basketball together uh he hit me up to go play basketball on saturday and i'm like oh, i bet it was indoors i know i want to play basketball indoors everything was great i'm very rusty my I, bro, I got pictures but i look so bad actually i actually funny enough the video are on youtube they're not right now because they're unlisted but i'll make them public but i wanted to change the thumbnail so maybe i'll make them public and then change thumbnail later. But you go see how I played in my first game. It was just some pickup basketball on the weekends. And I'm going to keep going regularly every Saturday. Hopefully doing this Saturday and Sunday. Um, it was $15 for me to go to play. Um, while I was there, the coach was saying, because I brought my camera. The coach was saying, oh, you know, if you do, you know, videography, can you help me, you know, record some videos for me? So now I look at it as an investment because I love to record basketball videos. I'm taking pictures of basketball players. I just love basketball all the way around. 
So I brought my camera. There were some high school kids there, some college, like going to college kids. So footage is good for them. And I'm like, hey, I used to make mixtapes. I could do it again. I have no problem doing it. I love making mixtapes. So I'll make some mixtapes for them. Um, but I sprained my ankle playing basketball there. Fucking, cause like I said, I'm out of shape. So the first game, my chest was on fire. That's number one. And then because I haven't played basketball, really exercised in so long, the coordination is not all the way there. So what I what I'm telling my body to do is not really doing. So that's a problem. So I might shoot the ball and I come down awkwardly, which is what I did because somebody put their fucking foot under me when I was shooting and I sprained my ankle. Then I almost hyperextended my knee trying to go for the ball, which is when your knee goes the opposite direction. If you don't know what hyperextension is, and then the the craziest this this is how I guess more muscle mass I need on my body because or just strength I guess. Uh, Xavier was going down the court and he all he did was put his arm back. Just that's not even he didn't grab it my arm or nothing. He just put it back and I felt like he popped my elbow out of place. Mind you, we're on the same team. It wasn't even a serious play, but I'm like, damn, my whole elbow is fucked up. So it's just, I guess I got to get back into getting to the gym. Just, I think if I play basketball more often, it'll help me to uh, just get that, that basketball body that I need to be able to play without getting as hurt as I, as I did that day. Um, cause like I said, my ankle is spray. I'm doing some rehab in the house and hopefully by Saturday, if I don't, if I can't play, I'm definitely going to record for sure, but I'm definitely going back Saturday if they have it again. Um, so yeah, so stay tuned for that. The Bamboo Project underscore sports. You can follow that on Instagram. You can see some of the pictures that we already have on there. And you can see uh, what I post as far as videos and how the weekend goes. We're doing a lot on this side. A lot of things happen over here. So one of the family members of the Bamboo Project uh, and I were having a conversation recently, right? Now, last week, I forgot to bring this up on the podcast because this is why I started the whole story in the first place. Um, She was telling me about the guy that she's talking to. And... Uh, I wanted to ask him what his reasons were for not making her his girlfriend. Like, what was what was going through his mind on it, right? Uh, so I just I asked her if I could ask him. She said, "Sure." So this is a red flag for me for any girls who are out there, right? If you have a guy that you're talking to and he is afraid. To be confronted about your relationship with him, whether it be platonic, whether it be sexual, whether it be, um, I guess, any type of relationship, whatever you want to call it, fill it together, exclusive relationship. And he's afraid to be confronted about that. That's a red flag. That's a red flag for two reasons. One, he's probably lying about whatever he is saying to you or anybody else. That's the first thing. Number two, any guy that's talking to you should not be afraid, even if he's a liar. He should be able to stand up on his own two feet and say to you, say to somebody else, I like this girl because of this. Or in this case, listen, the reason I don't want to make or be in an exclusive relationship with her is for she is looks like this. What is that? Because whatever the reasons are, he should have reasons. If he has whatever reason that he gave to you, he should be able to give to somebody else. If he can't do that, that is a red flag for a guy. Why is that a red flag? Because that's telling you that he's a weak man, that he's unable to defend what his own thoughts are. He don't even have to be right. If he said, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship with this person because I feel like the sky is red and it's going to be the world's going to end tomorrow. That's fine. But he should be able to go. I think the world is going to end tomorrow because of the research that I did. If he's just saying, well, I don't want to talk about it. 
that is not a man that you should be talking to. These are very, very big red flags. This is the first like red flag that I saw, right? So I went, and this is before this is before the story I'm telling you right now. I went and I wrote him. I said, hey, this is uh, you know, uh I know the person that you're talking to, and I wanted to ask you this question, right? So I'm gonna read the message that I said to this person. Um Hi, I said I said, Hey, it's me from the podcast. I said we were talking the last few days and I me I told him who I was from the podcast and who I was to the person that he's talking to. Um, I said, we were talking in the last few days about your guy's relationship. And I wanted to get on the phone because I know her perspective on the situation, but I haven't heard yours from you because I already know how it goes. If if this person A is telling me something, I already know that it's going to be completely different, especially if it's a female. He's going to tell me a very different story from her perspective about what's going on. So I'm like, okay, you're a guy. I'm a guy. I'm going to talk to you to get your perspective. So then when I talk to her, I have an idea of what I'm like, listen, he said this. I read between the lines. It means this, that, and the third. This is what's going on here. This his response to that was, first of all, he didn't. First of all, he did. This is this is a bunch of red flags. These are huge red flags. He didn't open the message from what I, what I remember. Right. He screenshotted it and sent it to her. Right. OK, fine. Whatever. That's a that's like a blue flag. It's not really a red flag. A yellow flag, not a blue flag. Right. Then. He was talking to her about it. I guess he might have asked her something, some nonsense. It's another yellow flag, right? This is the red flag right here. He said, hey there, hope you're well. I'm not all the way comfortable talking about this just yet, especially to someone other than her. Now, I'm going to tell you what that's a red flag to me because that's usually what somebody will say or do to you when they are trying to manipulate you they don't want somebody else to come into the relationship and then try and skew what's going on they go okay i need to keep this it's a it's a very simple way of manipulation if i can keep everybody else away from the person that i'm talking to then that means that they can only be they can only have my thoughts about the situation so they can't have anybody else's thoughts so now if i were to talk to him i would say hey you know i talked to him and he said this that and a third that's kind of strange what's up with that they don't want that on top of the fact that if he talked to me, I don't, maybe he felt like he would be intimidated. I don't understand. But these are, like I said, that is a red flag. If a guy came to me and said, any guy, and was like, hey, uh, Melissa was talking to me about their relationship, and I would go, okay, what's going on? What, what did she say? What do you, or what do you, what is it that you want to talk to me about? Like, what is it about that you want to talk about? We can talk about the, we can have that conversation if that's what you want to talk about. That if I don't know you, sure, I'll entertain it because I don't, I would, once I have the conversation with you, then I will go and talk to her and be like, okay, Melissa, this is unacceptable. I don't know why you thought it would be okay to do X, Y, and Z, but I, and when, when I was confronted with the situation or confronted with that problem of him talking to me, I handled that first and then I come and talk to you about it. I'm not going to come and be like, Melissa, 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 I can't do it. Then go back to him and be like, well, I don't feel comfortable talking about this because I don't, bruh. I already know the information. I already know everything. I'm trying to help you out. I'm trying to help you guys figure out what y'all are going through. Because clearly, there's a problem here. Maybe you don't. Clearly, they both don't see it. And I'm going to get into what I'm talking about when I say they both don't see it. But these are red flags that I see personally. Right? So, he didn't want to talk to me on the phone. Again, like I said, it's a really big red flag to me. Um, And mm, that's a red flag to me. Uh, So, later, a couple of days or weeks, I mean, a couple of days later, right? I'm talking to her on the phone again, and she says to me that 
he said this line to her right now i'm gonna say the line and then i'm gonna let it i want you guys to just hear the line and i want you to just think about what that line means to you and if it means anything crazy to you okay the line that he said to her was i oh first of all let me let me let me change something he didn't say this line to her he was talking to a female friend of his and he told his female friend i worship her pussy this is what he told her maybe vagina either way you interchange the words i'm gonna use pussy i worship her pussy okay he told this to another female friend now you tell me what that means to you tell me if that sounds strange to you and i'm gonna sit here and wait i'm gonna give you 30 i'm gonna give you 10 seconds 10 i'm not even gonna, i'm counting my head And it wasn't my head. I was counting in my head, so it was okay. So there you go. Um, I have my hands up. On, I have my hands up for people who are watching on the videos. And Melissa wouldn't be here talking about it's not in my head. What I was doing the, in my head was for the people who are listening and on the screen, people who are watching. Okay, I'm very uh, good at my job. So now, to me, this is a huge red flag. This is a very re- huge red flag, right? Now, her reason for this is that that he, her reason for I don't know. She just she thought it was weird, right? This is a this is okay. There's a lot of things going on here, right? I don't know what you guys thought when you heard it. I'm gonna tell you what I thought when I heard this, right? My first thing was, why is he telling this other girl that, right? That's weird to me. Two, why is he telling her that he told another girl that? Like, what what's the concept of that conversation where you come up to the girl you're talking to and say, "Hey, I was talking to a female yesterday, and I was telling her how fire your pussy was." It's like, what? Why? I just didn't even then. That's still wild. But not even fire that I worship your pussy. Not that I not that it's fire that I worship. Like I the word worship is a very red flaggy word to me because it 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 goes outside the boundary of what you should how you should look at other people. Okay, at any part of anybody else. Nobody's are gods. There are very key trigger where you should look at when talking to somebody like that. Or hearing those kind of words. Worship is a very big word to me that goes, nah, you're doing too much with that kind of language, right? Now, this is my problem with females in general. And this has been coming up, I guess, on social media for the last couple of weeks is that girls feel like they are not enough for guys. So they put up with shit like this. And they could they want the guy so much they go, okay, I'ma just look past all of these things. And I don't understand why girls feel like they're not enough. And even then, I don't care why you feel like you're not enough. That isn't what the problem is. The problem more so is that you feel like you're not enough and you're looking for somebody else to make you enough. And that's the problem. It's okay. Well, guys don't want to be with me or don't want. And you're not. It's not even that they don't want to be with you. Girls feel like guys don't want to be in an exclusive relationship with me. So that means that I'm not enough. That is that's not the case at all. Most guys, from what I've been seeing, which I, I mean, I'm not surprised, ain't shit. They, they're either soft and weak, they're, or they have that, they're either soft and weak overtly, so you can see it, and they have that little slimy snake personality where they try to overpower you, but from a submissive standpoint, that's one. You have the other men who pretend like they're alpha males, and I'm doing quotes because that's a silly word, but you have those type of men who are screaming and loud and yelling all the time, who want to fight to protect their insecurity. 
those are the other kind of men, right? Another ain't shit dude. Then you have the other ain't shit dudes who think they're smooth and try to gaslight you. They just want to sit there and, and run and, and, and blow smoke all the way up your ass and tell you, listen, you need to do this. You got to do this. You don't know this. You don't know that. Those are the three kind of guys that, that ain't shit. Now, for me, if I'm talking to, a, if I'm if I'm giving advice to a guy, right, or even if I'm giving advice to a girl, you need a confident guy. A confident guy has the ability to do all of the things that I just named before. He knows, okay, right now is a time that maybe I should dial it back. I need to, I don't need to play the lead role right now because I don't know information about this. I need to let the person who's in charge and knows about this take the lead on this. That's how it's supposed to be. Then you go, okay, in this situation, this is another part of it. For a confident guy, they go, okay, I know that I know the most about the situation. I need to take the role and lead role on, this, on whatever we're doing right now. That's what they should do. And they should also, in terms of being smooth, they should know how to make you wet. They should know how to turn you on as your guy. They should know how to do that. It shouldn't just be, I'm going to lie to you all the time so that you feel good, even though I don't really feel like that. That's my problem with girls not feeling enough, right? So back to what I was saying before. When uh, she was talking to me about that story, I could tell that she was more concerned about the fact that he was telling that to another girl. Now that's a, that what that shows to me is that she thinks I don't I want to know what the relationship is between the girl and uh, him, their friends or whatever. But why would he say that to her? That's who cares why he said it to her. The fact that he even used that word is what's important. He it's a red flag to you. And again, this reason why I say it's it's outside of the realm of how you should view another human being is because what you're doing is you're putting expectations on a person that they cannot fulfill. And the only thing that's going to happen when you do that is failure. So you're setting them up to fail. You're telling somebody, hey, you are a God and I want you to pretend I want you to be a God all the time. And when you're not a God, that person is going to look at you like, damn, why are you not being a God? It's just a form of manipulation to make you feel like you have to do certain things and be a certain way. And that's why I have a problem when people talk about even me personally i used to tell melissa all the time like there are certain like we, we went to italy and she was like oh you know how to get around and direction things like that and i'm like i don't know it's not a i'm not special that i know how to get around it's like we made a left and a left i went back and made a right and a right that's it it's not it's not like i know i'm like a whiz at maps and the, the, the reason I wanted to, to tell Melissa this is because I'm like, look, I need you to understand that I am not a God. I'm not anything. I'm not. I'm a regular person who just works kind of hard. That's it. So when we were out there, I'm like, look, go. And I'm, I, we, we were coming back from another another city in uh, Italy. Right. And I'm like, look, I'm not going to tell you how to get back. You got to figure it out by yourself. I'm not telling you because I want you to know that this you could do the same thing. I don't want you to think like, oh, you need me to tell you directions. I don't want you to think that. I'm a, I'm amazing because I know directions. It's not that serious. And the reason, another reason why I wanted to tell her that's because I wouldn't want another guy to come and tell her how to get somewhere, and she feels like that's a very big task for him to do. And he's very helpful in that way. It's a normal thing to do. It's not special. So it's a lot of things like that. So when I hear this other girl telling me about the guy she's talking to, I'm like, okay. Uh, you think that the fact that he is uh talking to this girl and telling this girl um whatever whatever what is, what is it the, uh whatever he said that i worship your pussy is is important no the fact that he is viewing you as somebody or having something about you that he worships is the problem because it's only going to lead to failure now i now i don't know his personality really i don't think he's a physical abuser but he definitely seems like he would be an emotional abuser so that's going to happen 
because that's his only form that's his only weapon that he has to use so when he is upset by her not being able to fulfill the role of a god in his life that he worships then he's going to manip he's going to emotionally abuse her because he feels like wow you're you're not living up to the expectations i thought you're supposed to have that's a problem okay because now she's gonna now what's gonna happen is what's she gonna do she's gonna feel like she's not enough that's what's going to happen because she's like i can't reach these goals that you set in for me what do you mean you worship me and this is what i start to see when we talked about it later this is this is another so we kept we kept texting right and she said to me I'm, I'm gonna read that text because i want you guys to understand when i when i see these these red flags right so uh she said so i said to, I, I wanted her to ask him what did he mean like what exactly does that mean that he works for your pussy like what what is the context of that why did he say that what does he mean by it right um so she said he explained this worship thing to me because i was like why would you say that right now just by reading that message alone why would you say that I can tell that she's thinking, why would you say that to her? Not why would you use that word? What? Why would you say worship? That's the thing that's important here. You have to understand when she says, why would you say that? It's she has to be specific as why did you use the word worship? That's strange. His reason was you take such good care of it. Like you're always nice and fresh and it feels and then it's a it's a, a dot, dot, dot. He also said, no is a dot 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 right or a line so i guess he said some other shit on there that either i don't want to know or uh it's a long ass paragraph i don't know i'm gonna read it again his reason for saying that he worships her pussy is you just take such good care of it like you're always nice and fresh and it feels and then continue on with whatever he said right now this is what i'm saying because this is part of the blowing smoke up your ass thing that i talked about earlier because now and this is i have a problem with what her response is too because she is feeling validated by that. She feels like she is now. She feels like, oh, I have a special vagina. My vagina is special. I didn't know my vagina was special. And it's like, no, it's not special. It's not special. Don't. It's not. But the fact that you think you're not enough and you're looking for him to validate you whenever you get any any compliment or anything, you're going to go, oh, yes, this is great. This is what I want. And it's like, no, you should not allow somebody else to dictate what your what your um, what's that word I'm looking for? Yes, what your value is, what your worth is. You determine what your worth and your value is, right? You don't let somebody else come in and say, listen, your pussy is fire. You go, well, you said that, it must be fire. It's like, no, that's, that's not that the case. So now that he has said this to her, what's going to happen in her brain? She's going to look at him like, oh my God, I finally got validation. So she's going to be in the shower now like, maybe I should probably shave a little bit more. Maybe I should scrape it a little bit. Maybe I should do this a little bit more because I want him to no that's what this is this is the problem because like i said this is how you lead down the road of emotional abuse this is how this is how it starts right so uh so i said to her because I, I already knew i could already tell oh before i get to that the rest of her message she said her response to that was this is see this is what i'm saying he said i'm gonna read it again you just take such good care of it like you're always nice and fresh and it feels another thing something like some child wrote this uh her response was, I shower once a day, dot, 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 question mark. I don't understand. You mess with some nasty bitches or something? He was like, no, but it wasn't like yours. The the fact that she is still hung up on, she's like, oh, well, my pussy is, is, is amazing. What kind of girls you, I don't even do nothing to. I just, I just be regular showering and mine is fire. That's crazy. How would get like that? God must have blessed me with some fire. No, he didn't. 
He didn't. It's the same as everybody else puts. It's the same thing. Do not let another person come in here and try and gas you up and tell you your pussy is amazing because it's, he worships it. Because you, because if what did, what, did, what did he say? It's always nice and fresh and if it, who wrote it, it bro? Okay, either way, regardless, regardless, regardless of that. Um, he said it was no. He said uh, she said no, but he said no, but it wasn't like yours. So for me, I'm like. I already know from her response that she does not care about the fact that he used the word worship. He don't care about that. She just cares about the fact that he validated her, made her feel like she was enough, and she wants to know who is this other crazy bitch that's in a relationship that you're telling this shit to. That's all he. That's all she cares about. She don't care about the fact that hmm, maybe it's a red flag. She don't see that. Okay? Now, I said, what do you think about that? Again, she is not thinking about the fact that he said the word worship, which is the red flag. Her mind said, or her text read, I don't know what kind of musty people he's been with because fresh, question mark, question mark. What the fuck? Okay, again, I'm going back to this again. Because do not let a guy compliment you and then get to your head. It don't matter what he says to you. It don't matter. You you understand what he says, you hear it, and you accept it. That's it. That's 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 all that matters, okay? None, the fact that it... it, it it, it bothers me because, like I said, I see this very often that girls feel like they're not enough for guys. And I'm like, I've said this before on the podcast. I think that, one, women are the most powerful people in the world. That's number one. And I, I believe black women. That could be biased, but I definitely believe black women are the most powerful. The reason why I say that they're the most powerful is because, in my opinion, power comes from who has the thing that everybody that the other person wants in that transaction. If I come to you and I say, I want this house. And you say, okay, I want $10,000. Who needs this more? Do I need this house or do you need the $10,000 more? How do we figure this out? Once you know who needs which one more, you know who has the power in the relationship. I believe on a grand scale, women have the power. Because look, here's why. Another reason why. If if all if all of... Turn this down a little bit. If... if if all of the women died, there's no way we can make babies. It's not happening. It's not, it's 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 impossible that we're gonna. As far as I know, it's impossible. I don't know. I might have heard a story once or twice where we've tried to make a baby without a woman. Maybe it's probably very impossible. But you could take some sperm from a dead guy and put it in a woman and baby, baby, every time, hundred percent of the time, baby. You can't take a a sperm and put it in a dead woman and be like. There's going to be a baby here in nine months. It's not going to happen. So for the fate of the world, we need women more than we need men, right? That's why that's what comes to power. That's why I say there's power. However, you want to say the most powerful. However, on a symbiotic relationship, we need both of each other, right? We need each other. So women need a strong man, right? That's what they want. Men want to be with a woman to have kids. This is how it works, right? So, um... What was I getting to? Uh, oh, so that's where. So be, and the fact that men are so strong, right? We this comes from insecurity. Then this comp. This is another thing why I say that men. This is one of my things that gets in my chest. This is why I say that women are the most powerful because men have to force women to cover up their bodies so that they themselves can, can to, that they so that they can so, uh, uh, subdue their primal instincts. 
They have to cover up. They have they have them cover up their ankles and their shins and all the other shit. I've never heard of any woman saying I can't have men outside wearing uh sleeves or sleeveless shirts or short sleeve shirts because I might fuck him. I might rape him. That doesn't happen. That doesn't happen because they don't have the one. I guess the strength to do it. I'm assuming they, they can figure it out. Women can figure out how to rape a guy. That's what they want to do. Um, but it wouldn't be rape. That's another situation. Another, that's another topic. Uh, what I'm getting to is that without doing anything at all, a woman, a woman can control, can make your body feel things that yours will not just by standing there. That's it. It's very rare that a guy and a girl be in a room and a girl will get wet just by looking at a guy, but naked. It's very rare. It can happen. Sure. But there are rare. There are there are random girls walking down the street that guys want to be with on a regular basis. Guys want to fuck girls all the time, all the time. We would fuck a lot of things just to fuck. Right. Good sex for a guy is more or less busting a nut. It's decent. Good sex for a girl is not just putting a dick inside her. It's a lot more work for her to be good sex for her. So guys want to fuck way more than girls want to fuck. We just need sex. Girls want girls prefer to have good sex. Guys are like, man, whatever. I'll fuck. Um, so that's my problem when it comes to uh, the whole power dynamic between girls and guys. And as far as why I think women are more powerful than men. So this guy. OK. All right. So like I said, if you guys know about this conversation before from last week's podcast, they were trying to get she, the girl wants to be in a relationship with this guy. Right. But he feels like his life, his life is not together yet. So he doesn't feel comfortable getting into a relationship, which is a lie that a lot of guys tell girls. Um, he just don't want to be in a relationship with you. That's what it, that's what that means. We say this. You see it all the time on social media. Yeah, I'm gonna read this. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna come back to that next week. I'm gonna read that part next week on on the update on that because like I said, it's silly. It's just fucking silly. Okay, now episode playback. Um, honestly, I could probably I could probably keep going on that. If I finish this segment, I'll go back to that segment and read it and go through that. Um, so one of the people we called on the podcast last week, I spoke to. We talked. To, we talked to two people. Um, but I forgot what the other person said. So this person had said that she does play fight with her man, right? Um, she does play hit him. Now, I don't know why she does it. I don't know. Did she give us a reason why she does that? Mm, she said it's like playful. It's just fun to do. So she said she does. Um, does she have brothers? She has one brother. They don't, okay. So I'm trying to think. Um yeah, I was gonna say yeah. I know they don't play fight, not like that. I don't think so. Um, so yeah, but you know, uh, oh, her dad used to beat her. She said too. That was that was the thing. Her dad definitely beat her ass, right? So her dad beat her ass. So that disproves my theory that girls who don't get beaten by their dads are more likely to fight with people, or more likely to domestically abuse their significant other. That's that is less likely to happen. Um, so there's that. Um, now. This is another thing, too, that I think a lot of people need to understand when it comes to play fighting, in my opinion. Because I, I feel like I had that playful before with my girlfriend. I feel like I had to. I can't say I didn't. I'm, I, if, I had, I, if I had to really sit down to think, I feel like uh, I did play fight with them. Um, but that is something I feel like you do at a young age. When you are... <sighs> i'll give you 16 i'll give you 15 16 17 in that age right and any and anything younger than that 15 to maybe 17 i'll give you after that i feel like you should understand this 
that the only reason that a guy would play hit you is because he has very little communication skills. He ha- he does not know how to communicate to you that he likes you and also still feel confident in the way that he does it because he feels like by telling you that, then you might curve him or dub him or whatever the case might be. And I feel like you a girl, I'm giving y'all a game. If a guy hits you, I want y'all to ask him, why you hit me? Just why? Like, what's the what is the purpose? Melissa used to hit me too, right? She used to abuse me, domestic violence abuser, right here in the house, right? And my my thing, my question, and my aunt even hit me the other day. My mom does it too. It doesn't make any sense to me, right? If, if when I when they hit me, right, I just ask them why. Like, why is that the like? What is the reason that you hit me? For the most part, they usually say, "I'm gonna let Melissa answer first, and then I'll tell you what I think they say." Why do you abuse me, Melissa? Why do you beat my ass? Why, why, why do I have to come home? You want me to talk about it on the podcast? Oh my God, Melissa, I feel I'm tra- I'm traumatized and triggered. When's the last time I hit you? Um, the first time I hit you. That was the last time. I don't remember when that was. Okay. You punched me the other day. Huh? You punched me like two days ago. What do you mean I punched you two days ago? Wow, so you're going to lie on camera because now that we're recording, you're not going to say you punched me? You think, you don't see this, this makeup? <laughs> wow. You think I just put makeup on for no reason? Um, I mean, for me, it's 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 like a, a it's a it's endearing. It's endearing. Okay. It's like a, a camaraderie. Uh huh. She fucks with me. That's what she's saying. She's saying that because she hits me, that means she fucks with me. Yes. Okay. Now. Just don't hit me back too hard. Right. So. <laughs> craziness. Now. Um. Th- now. Uh, let me drink some water. Kind of. Danger. Well, let me punch you in the face. You can be real dangerous. <laughs> we can be real dangerous. You come home and not know if I'm gonna beat your ass. That's real danger. You open the door, I hit you with a with a pipe. You be like, oh my god, that was unexpected. Okay. Well, this is this is my thing. I feel like there are many a way to show somebody uh, excitement, danger, and that you fuck with them without hitting them. Right. Uh, for me, this is what I've noticed when it comes to hitting. This is this is what I normally see. It's usually a microaggression. That's normally what it is for two reasons, right? Now I believe microaggression, lack of communication skills. One microaggression, right? Because a girl feels like a girl will feel like maybe it's so it's so crazy. Okay, this gets, gets kind of deep. Um, so when I was running a game right uh if you run game the right way a girl feels very powerless and helpless right and it's a strange feeling for them because they they just know that you have so much power and control right and it's not in a more or less malicious way or a violent way it's more like oh my like how do you know me so well like how do you how are you able to like perfect example there are some girls who get upset or feel bad that a guy makes them come. They feel vulnerable. That's the better word. They feel vulnerable. They're like, oh my goodness, you know me so well. How are you able to like make me feel this way? I don't like that you have this power to make me feel this vulnerable around you. So what they do is to try and get that that uh, strength back is they try to hit you. That's what they do. Now, real, like I said, real game, two things. 
well, real game is, nah, we're not doing that. That's the real game because then it lets them know, like, nah, you're not going to hit me to be able to get your your strength back. You're going to have to figure out how to become strength or powerful by yourself, and then we'll figure that out afterwards. But you're not going to, hitting me is not going to make you feel more powerful by hitting me and make your vulnerability go away, okay? It's not going to do that. Now, what happens is, why they do that is for two reasons. Uh, they'll hit you, right? And if hit them back, they go, okay, I know that if I hit him, he hits me back. So I have power now. Like now I have power because I know that if I hit him, he can hit me back. And it's a weird form of power because it's like in in their mind or people who hit people's mind like this, they think, okay, I know if I do A, I'm going to get a B response. That's how that power works in that dynamic. I can tr- I have control over you by knowing if I hit you, you're going to hit me back. That's your f- when, when you're very vulnerable by a guy that you really like, you want any form of uh, control that you can get. You look for anything when you're in that situation. This is one reason why I don't run game anymore because I don't want my girl to feel like that where she feels like, oh my God, I'm just, I'm all, I'm like helpless. I don't want her to feel like that around me. Um, so the reason why it goes back to the worshiping thing because she's going to be looking to use me as the stepping stool to get back to her feeling like she has strength. I don't want that. I want you to be able to have your strength by yourself without me, but having to use me as a tool to get there. And then we have relationship. That's what I want. So uh, that's one reason girls will hit you. They feel like, okay, you're just, you're just so smooth. Oh my God. I need, like, I need to get some of that strength back. The other reason is they are going, that's cause they, they just kind of disrespecting you. They just testing you. They feel like you a bitch. They, they going, they going to hit you depending on how they hit you. Cause sometimes there's two times the girls will hit you, right? Or two, I guess, emotion they will feel when they hit you. One is when they feel vulnerable and it's like a, it's like a playful hit, like, oh my God, I hate when you do that. Oh my God, you always so strong and big. How you just, oh, you made me feel so, I came so fast. Like that kind of shit, right? Then you have the, you'll stop playing with me. You'll stop playing with me. I'm gonna hit you, like that kind of hit, where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm testing, like, I'm gonna test you to see, like, oh, are you gonna put me in my place? Like, how are you gonna, and honestly, kind of the same thing, but this one is a more aggressive test. I don't like play hitting and play fighting for multiple reasons. One is because it's gonna lead to some, it's going to lead to something else. Why is it gonna lead to something else? Because she's hitting me to test me. If I'm not passing the test, she's gonna keep hitting me. It's gonna it's gonna escalate little smaller and smaller to maybe she's gonna throw a pin at me. Maybe she'll, you know, push me or something like that. It's, it just escalates. Then we're going back and forth pushing each other. I don't even want to get in that space because what happens is let's say you're in quadrant a we got three quadrants right next to each other right quadrant a is playful hitting right when you're feeling good and happy you're playing with your man you're about to have sex it's all good and fun oh yeah this is this is a safe space we can hit each other stuff like that right boom but what happens is when your emotion changes and you get to quadrant b you're already comfortable hitting them so now you're not at the end where you're gonna have a physical all-out fight but now you're like yo i'm mad at you and you punch them not a hard punch it's like a more serious punch but how do we get, we already pro- be progressed? This is the, the, uh, what is it called? What is it called? It's called the, uh, totalitarian. yes, the totalitarian tiptoe. That's what this is. It's when I'm going to hit you a little bit, just to get a little bit. I'm going to keep moving the goalpost more and more. And then you're going to wonder how the fuck did I get to a point where my girl is, is like really punching me. Like when she's mad, she punched me. And it's, it's weird because they know that you're going to beat them, that you can beat them up. But they feel like, well, I need, I'm going to control you by punching because I know you're not going to hit me, but I'm going to keep hitting you. That's a problem. Um, so there's that. Now, as far as I don't, but another thing too, I don't really know of girls hitting guys like that. Um, 
like in like a younger age to start off. I know guys might start off doing. I don't know. That's not true. That's not true. Girls are abusive as hell. Girl, nah. I don't even know why I even thought that was a thing. Girls used to always try to. I don't know what it is about girls and me. They like hitting me. Y'all want to explain this shit? I've been getting hit by girls my whole life. My mom, my sister, my girlfriends, uh, girls that like me. Girls just like. You said what? Actually, I don't know. If she beat me up. I think she might. I mean, she might have like. She did something to me. I can't remember. I'm traumatized, so I don't remember. I don't know if that's true. Um, so I need Carfax. But I've had girls who just hit me with stuff just because. But this is when they do. They like you. Um, so I don't really know if guys randomly hitting girls because they like them. That's a thing. Yes. Yeah. Again, I don't know what kind of girl or guys y'all be talking to, but this is a thing. My only explanation for that, like I said earlier, is a lack of communication skills. It takes a very one confident man because you know that you have the ability to hold a conversation with somebody to go up to him, even if you're 15 and you go, hey, listen, yo, listen, I saw yesterday that you liked this movie or whatever, okay? I'm going to go buy two tickets for it. We can go watch the movie on Saturday at four after we get off of school. Boom, conversation. Talk to them. Have a conversation. But you go, nah, nah. And this is another thing too. You go, nah, we got to smoke weed and hookah first and then we got to get drunk and then we go on a date. It's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Or, I'm joking, I'm joking. Y'all don't go on dates, y'all stay in the house. So you smoke hookah and then you drink and then you smoke weed and you stay in the house and you have sex. And that's it because you know why that is it? It allows you to not have to deal with the fact that you do not have communication skills. That's why. You don't know how to talk to people. So what you do is you get yourself into a state of, I don't have to properly think. And if I if something comes out that I don't like, I can say I can blame it on the weed. I can blame it on the alcohol. I can blame it on a bunch of other things that's not me. It's like, oh, I, I know I said last night that I love you, but that's because I was drunk. Alcohol don't work like that. I don't know why people think like alcohol works like this. Alcohol don't work like that. Weed don't work like that. It don't make you say shit that's not true. It don't make you be like, you drink some alcohol and be like, damn, bro. <sighs> I don't know. I'm going to jump off this building. You're like, Why? I just, I'm going to do that. And I, honestly, that's not true. Alcohol will definitely do that. It takes away your inhibitions. It makes it makes you feel comfortable to do things you already have in your mind that you want to do. That's what that does. So you might jump off a roof. That might happen. But things you're not thinking about that you don't normally do, you're not going to start doing with alcohol. So when somebody tells you, oh, I did I did that thing because I was drunk or high or whatever, that's a lie. Um, So also, as far as episode playback, I noticed that... When I call people on the podcast, I think I'm going to introduce them. I'm, I'll probably ask if they want to be introduced and then I'll put, say their name and put on the, put their Instagram or whatever um, on the screen. And then I'll put it in, in the description if they want to. Um, and I have to get better at reading back text messages. Right. Um, if you guys are familiar with Eric Thomas, he's a motivational speaker. I think he changed his title to something else. He's a he's a something. I don't know if he calls himself that anymore, um, but he doesn't like to do um i guess pre-read script so like let's say that eric thomas e-r-i-c-t-h-o-m-a-s two words um and you can see if you don't know who he is you can see him very popular video called uh you got a one as bad as you want to breathe something like that yeah um so pretty much let's say that he is going to do uh so they, he got hired by the nfl right and they want him to go and make a speech but they want to use that speech over and over again. It's going to be pre-recorded. It's not going to be off the top of the head. So he has to read it, right? And his problem with that is he feels like he's more of a passionate person. In the flow, in the moment, he comes up with some fire lines, and that's what he does. However, 
that doesn't really work in that instant because they need you to follow a certain kind of script because they need you to be on brand with whatever they're talking about. They can't have you talking about the, you know, uh, Harry Tubman was a president and that's not true, especially if you're doing a brand deal for the NFL. They need you to know specific facts. But if you're talking freestyle at one of your events, you can kind of mess those things up. It's not that important. So uh, it's like, it's, it's whatever. So he has a really big problem doing that. He wasn't doing it for a very long time. He didn't like doing pre-scripted things. Um, but I had watched, this is maybe a couple years ago now, I had watched him do one recently and no, I had watched him do one a couple of years ago and he had gotten more comfortable with it. So for me, when I'm reading text messages, right, I'm reading them very, uh, what's that called? Not verbatim, verbatim. Yes, but also very monotone because I'm reading it as if I'm like a computer dictating what is there i'm not actually reading as if a person is reading this and when i listen back to the episode i'm like i don't like the way this sounds because it's it it, it sounds like get better at reading back text messages eric thomas and you like that's what the fuck was that now what i learned from him is that you have to bring your personality to whatever it is that you're reading. So this is what happens with acting too. You can give the same role to 10 different people. It's going to be acted 10 different ways if they're if they're great actors. They're going to bring what they do to that role. And I feel like when I'm reading back certain things, I have to be able to I have to be able to do that and not read it verbatim, word for word, dot for dot, question mark for question mark. I was reading emojis last week. The fuck am I reading emojis for? Why am I talking about some? She put smiley face, squiggly eye. I don't even know. I'm, it was ridiculous. So I'm reading back like, why am I doing this? Um. So like I said, now when I read something back, I'm going to try and like, I'm going to read as if I was talking or saying it to somebody else as opposed to reading a book. Even then, you got to you know how to do whatever. And also the reason I'm saying this too, because when I have my own book and I read my own book, I need to have the audio, the audible version sound fire. I can't be having it sound like some trash shit because I wouldn't want to hear that myself. Excuse me. Um, and one thing I learned over the last week or two, as far as media goes, is that we were taking thumbnails for pictures, right? And I noticed that you have to be like overly expressive for social media, not social media, for media in general, because I feel like between two people who are having a conversation or having some type of interaction, they pick up on micro expressions. But the camera doesn't see that, especially if it's far away. You have to zoom in and see the micro expressions. So for somebody to see that I will be surprised, I have to actually like really open my eyes and be like, oh my God, I'm surprised by this. But if I was in person with somebody, I could raise my eyebrows and they would go, oh, he's surprised by this. I don't have to make a big grandiose expression. But I notice when I take pictures for the thumbnail or if I'm even doing something on the camera, when I have more of an expressive personality or more of an expressive uh, face, it comes out more. Like you can see, you can actually, what I think I'm doing in my head comes out when I actively try to exaggerate my expression. Because I think like, okay, my, my, my mind will say, okay, be surprised and I'll do this. You can't see it if you're listening, but I'll, I'll be like this. Right? And I'm like, nah, ain't nobody see it. Like I open my eyes, but you ain't really see open my eyes. You just, you're like, right, I guess. But if I say, be surprised, it's like. Oh, wow. My eyes open, mouth open, eyebrows up, your hands up in the air. Like, that's a surprise. But you don't, nobody does that for a regular conversation with somebody. If not, like, oh, Melissa comes to me and says, hey, Donovan, uh, I ran into 
LeBron James today. And then I'm like, oh my God, LeBron. Like, that's not how people do that. That That's not in, in real life. People don't act like that. You go, wow, really? LeBron? That's crazy. That's how you would react in real life. You don't fucking put your hands up in the air and open your mouth. and eyebrow. That's not how you do it. But if you wanted to portray that online, you'd have to do that. So that's what I learned uh, last week. This is just from trial and error. Um, and I think that is why like the great YouTubers are so expressive because you actually now you can feel what they're trying to say by them expressing. You can feel what they want you to feel by them being overly expressive. Um, what do we at time wise? Oh, for this? For this segment. Okay. Um, Overall, we are at an hour and eight minutes. Okay, cool. Um, so, oh, can you? Oh, I didn't copy and paste. Can you put that one at the bottom? Put those at the put those four at the bottom above yeah. the last one. Okay, so the first thing I want to touch on, I'm going to put a clip in the description so you can go and click on it to see what reference it is, what, what, what the reference is. Um, a guy who is, has a podcast and a YouTube channel, I can't remember their name. Um, the podcast, I think it's called Dead Ass or From D to Ass, Dead to Ass, D Train, the Dead Ass Podcast. I think that's what it's called. Um, so where was I? Where was I? Where was I? Uh oh right. So he was asking his wife, or I guess they were talking to his wife about monogamy and relationships, right? And I guess he feels as though you should why do women want to be in a monogamous exclusive relationship, but they don't meet the sexual expectation of their man? And right that was his thing and then in the actual video which shocked me he was like oh he said he was oh that was the that was it why do women pressure men why do women pressure men to get married if they're not going to meet the sexual needs and expectations of the man right and then she was like oh, what you mean women don't pressure and he was like uh you pressure me and that was like the bombshell dropped on the episode like what the fuck he whoa he just said that which is kind of crazy that he even say that at all i think that's just crazy now she was definitely surprised by him saying like wait what i pressured you but you mean i pressured you and he's like yeah you know you pressured me now this is my this is how i feel about this topic right uh one the first the first the the number one thing about this whole situation is that real men do not have to worry about their girlfriend not wanting to have sex with them okay melissa wants to fuck me all the time okay i'll be like melissa stop I need you to relax. I need, I know I have work to do. I do not know. We're not doing that. She's wearing, she'd be walking around the house trying to get me to, to be, I'm like, Melissa, stop. I know I need to do stuff. Okay. Now this is the thing about that right now. I don't, we don't have kids, right? We don't have, I mean, we have a lot of business work related things that we have to do. Um, but well, and they're married and they've been, they've been together for seven years, I think, or maybe more. I think it's been more. I think, yeah, I think it's like seven to 11 years, something like that. And they feel like she feels like, oh, she, her sex drive is going down and he doesn't want to, she doesn't want to fuck him as much. Now, my experience is that when you're doing things that girls find attractive, they want to fuck you. 
I can't see a situation where a girl doesn't want to fuck a man that she's with, married to, the father of her kid, who she is attracted, who who she finds attractive. Now, this is the problem that I think men run into, right? Men don't know what women find attractive. That's a very big thing. All men know is that girls like guys that look attractive, and that's pretty much it. That's pretty much what guys, and guys that pretend to be like, oh, look at me, I'm, I fight people and I yell and scream. That's what, that's what guys assume that girls like. Is that part of it? It's in there. Some of it's in there, right? But here's an example of something, right? Uh, he, I, I, I'm gonna come back to the example. They got kids, right? Now, I don't know their life. I don't have no idea. But based off what just what was just said, I'm gonna assume this is what happened, right? She said that she has mad stuff to do, mad work to do, right? Now, if you wanna fuck your girl and you want her to fuck you, why don't you do some of that work? Why don't you come home, right? Because this is this is this is this is why this is gonna be funny, right? Why, listen to this, listen to this, right? Imagine you wanna fuck your girl, right? So for you to fuck your girl, you have to come home, you have to clean the house, you have to put the kids to bed or do their homework, get them ready for bed, then you have to do whatever business or work you have to do if you have a job, right? All of those three things after you had the job, then finally your girl wants to fuck you. So you clean the house first. In the dishes, scrub the floor, whatever her chores are, whatever things that she has that keeps her tired from having sex with you, do those things. I guarantee you she fuck you after that. I can put, I guarantee you that your girlfriend will want to fuck you if she comes home and has no work to do. But this is what's funny, right? You're not going to want to fuck. You're going to be tired. That's the funny part. You're going to be like, fuck, I just, I just did all the laundry. I just cleaned the house. I just did the dishes. I cooked food. I took care of the kids. I was watching TV with them. They had, they got into a fight. I had to go to work for eight hours and she's going to be like, but I want to have sex. And you're going to be like, you don't got a vibrator. Like you, you don't got like this right now. Like you want to do this right now. Can we do this in the morning? And she's like, I'm ready to go. Let's go have sex. Let's go out and do stuff. That's how, that's what happens, and I think that's why it's so funny because, and this this and this is the thing I understand this right. So when it comes to the other day, right, my beautiful girlfriend was outside. Right now, I do I want to clean the house? No. Don't want to cook food? Hell fucking no. Right? Absolutely fucking not. Do I want to do a lot of work throughout the day and take care? Of the, no. No the fuck I don't. I don't want to do any of that shit. Right? But what I do know is that if I don't do any of that shit, me and my girlfriend relationship. My beautiful girl from Melissa's relationship will be a lot, will be very worse. It will be like, I don't, I feel like very worse is not the right term. It will be, uh, I want to say awful. That's what I'm trying to say. I don't know, you said very worse, like it's bad right now. That's, I, 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 it's funny enough, I changed it from what I was first going to say to that. And what I was first going to say is kind of simple, but it's like, I want to say very bad, but I feel like my brain went to what's worse than bad. And worse than bad is worse. Mm-hmm. You, you get what I'm saying? that makes sense listen listen i hate my relationship somebody save me okay obviously that's what it is i'm dying um but uh i don't want to do none of that shit right but i know that if i don't do any of those things melissa's gonna come home she's gonna be tired if, if she goes outside she's gonna be tired when she comes back home she have to cook for me clean uh make videos do her hair do my hair uh bro the list is very long i can it's probably like 25 things i can name right now real estate uh clothing cooking so oh shit i need a charger for this like wait, wait uh i got one over here so four percent because when this shit when when this shit does that i don't mind 
the camera dying when this shit died, it fuck up everything. The audio be all fucked up. What happened? It's charging. Yeah, so that huh? Right, she has the the virtual music um uh tour or not tour the virtual music concert that she does. So she's doing a lot, right? And then for me to then do nothing, but go to work and maybe take out the trash, right? And be like, Melissa, why you don't want to fuck me? I don't understand. She would be tired. All right, like it's it's ridiculously insane, right? It's insane for me to think that. So sometimes she she'll go outside. I'm like, look, I know I have to clean the house because. For example, it's a symbiotic relationship. She has, if she's gonna make food, dishes gotta be clean, right? She gonna have to clean dishes, make the food, then clean it again, and then wash it again, and then clean, like it's ridiculous, right? So this is what guys are doing. They feel like, well, I'm a guy. There are certain things I need to do. So if I'm doing these things, I'm I'm doing my part. And it's like, sure, you're doing your part. She's doing her part. There's no sex now, though. You got your things done. She got her things done. Now we go to bed. But if you want some sex, take the load off of her end. Take some of that load off. And I guarantee you get some put. I can I guarantee it. So Melissa came in the house, you know. Big old Donovan's over here, you know. I'm in the house with my high water pants. I got my 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 medium shirt on, right? Got my toes out. And I'm mopping the house. I'm cleaning up. I'm making sure that when she comes back in the house, this is a this is a personal thing. I don't know about everybody else, but I like for any if I, if it doesn't matter who I'm with, as far as like if I'm at home with my mom or anything like that, if I'm in the house and somebody comes back, I want them to come back to a clean house. Like I just it, it feels good. My mom might watch this and tell me I'm lying. <laughs> what I mean, mom, if you're watching this, is that that's what I like. If it's if I'm in charge of the house, like if like when my dad would go on oh, vacation, right? No, if it's not my house, I'm not cleaning shit. But if I was on vacation, if my dad would go on vacation, right? He would leave me the house to like to sit or whatever. I could stay in the house. I want the house to be clean when he comes back because I want him to be like, oh, this shit is nice. I got it from, as a kid, I used to get that. So if Melissa leaves, I prefer to clean the house because I'm like, I know how it feels for me to come home to a clean house. So she came home the other day. You know what, you know what big old Donovan's doing? Mopping. You know what I did? I was, I was mopping after I vacuumed, after I washed all the dishes, after I cleaned the counter, after I dusted things. Because I'm clean. I'm taking the trash. I'm getting things clean because I already know when she comes back in the house, I want her to feel calm because a calm girl wants to fuck. A girl who thinking who has who's anxious, she don't want to fuck. She's all she's thinking about is I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this, I gotta do that, I gotta do this. And then you try and slide in there, you trying to do some sex too. It's like no, no, I'm not trying to do some sex too. I have other things I could be doing, and sex is not one of those things I'm trying to do. It's not it. So that's the problem that I feel like I had with that guy. Now I watched other clips by him, right? He seems now it's social media, so you can't really get an accurate representation of what he is. But for me, reading between the lines of what I believe I saw, he seems like a very corny dude. Also, she seems like she might also have, uh, what's that called? She might have low self-esteem. I, I, she might have that too, based on a video I saw. Now, I don't know if, I don't think it was a prank. I'm pretty sure it wasn't a prank, what I saw. It just looked like he tries to pretend to be that alpha male type of guy with her. And like I said, a true quote-unquote alpha male guy is a person who is confident all the time. You're just, you're chill, you're relaxed. You do whatever the moment calls for. You're not, Mr. I beat you up every day all the time. I'm daddy, I you do what I say. I'm there. No, that's not how it works. It don't work like that. That's a, that's a myth that you've been fed and you've been lied to. That's not what real, and this is the problem. That's not what will keep you in a happy relationship. Yeah, you'll fuck some bitches, of course, because bitches who are dumb are gonna fuck you. People, get, get, girls who 
girls who have low self-esteem are going to have sex with you because they go, oh my God, you must be confident because you're very loud. So I'm going to be with you. And it's like, no, that's not how that works. It don't work like that. Now, can a confident guy be loud? Yes, sometimes. But when you start going, to, you start taking this guy who was loud at the party, all right, that's cool. But now you're at home, he's loud. Now you're on the street, he's loud. Now he's, in the, now he's in, the, in the park, not in the park, he's in the store, he's loud. And you're like, why are you yelling at everybody all the time? What's wrong with you? You need to be able to, to discern these things from the guy you're talking to. And you know, if they say they worship you, that's a red flag. So that's how you know that they probably obviously don't know what they're talking about. Um, so that was my thing about that, right? Uh, let's have any other words on that. Yeah, I, I just, I don't see how that works. I don't see how girls don't, like I said, I've never been in a relationship. Let me think. Honestly, that's not, no. Overall, no. The only time that I think that I wanted sex and Melissa didn't want sex is when I said, if, as, as if, and this is how I, this is for me personally, I'll know this. If I did not do enough work to make her feel uh, calm, I can already expect not to have sex. Now, would she want to do it? Sure. She's my girlfriend. You know, I look as good as I do. Why would you not want to have sex with me? But I understand that at the end of the day, I need her. I want her to feel calm to do. I want it to be good, enjoyable sex. Because what I also don't want to do is, which I know a lot of girls probably do on a regular basis is, they go, fuck, okay, I know my job is to have sex with my man. I'm going to fuck him, and then once I'm done, I'm going to do the laundry. I'm going to cook the food. I'm going to clean the bathroom. I'm going to take care of the kids. I'm going to take the dog for a walk. I'm going to do all these things. So you thinking you over there stroking her out, and she's not thinking about you at all. She's not, you're, you are the last thing on her brain is you fucking. She's like, okay, you, all right, ooh, ah, uh, ah, uh, I came, okay, big man. I'm a, you, you stay here, I'll come back. And she's thinking about everything else but you. You don't want that. And this is the problem I have with these fake alpha dudes. They feel like, well, I got some pussy. Yeah, I was fucking her. I was stroking her down. It's like, bro, you can't read the, the the between the lines that your girl clearly is not thinking about this right now. So that's that's how I feel about that, right? Oh, I feel like it was kind of weird. Um, the next topic that I had was who is more toxic, men or women, right? Now, I'm curious what Melissa thinks first. What do you think? I think that men are more toxic. Why do you say that? Okay. Okay. I think that I think that there's a lot of females out there that either like me or like how I used to be. Or just like I feel like females be chilling for the most part. Okay. I feel like guys, because they're trying to run games yeah. and lie. Uh huh. And and belittle Yes. Women, of course. Y'all y'all are more toxic. Okay. Okay, so this is my theory. I think that women are more toxic. Obviously, you guys know me. You know how I get down. Uh, women are more toxic. Now I'm gonna say why I think women are more toxic. Okay, um, I think that it's in their nature to be what we call toxic today. I think that uh, uh, the reason that I think that women are more toxic than men is because men are pursuing women, right? So we're going to do whatever we can do to get pussy, right? So 
Hmm. The, okay, I'm gonna finish what I was saying. The reason why I think this. I'm trying to get pussy from you, right? But I know that for me to get pussy from you, I have to be a toxic person. I have to do things that are insulting to you. I have to pretend to be somebody else to get you. But that's only because you allow me to get you by being toxic. So if girls needed men to not be toxic, men would not be toxic. That's how that works. That's why I feel like the guys are playing off of the... Don't make that face. What's the, what's that face for? It's, it's always the women's fault for the most part except for when it comes to having sex and you're not doing laundry and dishes it's the guy's fault yeah. that's um, so, that's so, uh, what's the word? because here's an example okay a perfect example um <laughs> think about the text I'm like uh, yeah uh, yeah so Melissa got a text, right, from one of her friends, and he wants to fuck, right? Now, here's the thing about this, right? So he is negging her or giving her, there, are, there a neg is, for people who do not know, it's a small insult so that you seek validation from me. That's what a neg is, right? Now, the only reason why these things work is because I believe that Melissa would have to be toxic for it to work. Okay. Uh that's what that's what I believe, right? For it to work you have to be toxic. Now, what does that mean? Low self-esteem is a toxic trait. Okay? So, before I believe that if Melissa got this text from this guy cuz he wrote a really long message where he was pretty much insulting her the whole message but also trying to be nice. So, in the it's supposed to be a body of niceness with a bunch of small little jab in there throughout the whole thing right she responded with thank you his response was some bullshit like wow that's all you're gonna say right i should have expected it something like that right that what he said right for the most part so why would he do something like this the reason why is because this works it works on women it works because now a a, a insecure person goes well why did you say this thing about me why do you feel like that about me? I want to know. I need you to tell me. I need to seek your validation so that you can make me feel better about what it is. You, if you feel like um a child, which is, it's just so funny. Listen, I've been preaching this for like 10 episodes, 15 episodes now. What episode is it where the uh, the other one called you and called you a child? Was that episode 15 or some shit like that? I'm a, I'm a, I think it's episode 15. Right. Everybody likes to tell her, oh my God, all the guys I want to fuck always go to I mean, not even with her, just in general. This is it's a general girls. Listen, this is general. It's it's like it's like a rule book. The guy's gonna be like, "Oh my god, you gotten so grown now. You gotten so mature. You gotten so big. Oh my, I remember the when you used to, and now you're so. Oh my, that's what it is. It's the it's game. It's it's simple game. Y'all need to pick up on this shit, right? So the reason why, like I said, guys do this is because it works. So a uh, insecure girl wants to go. What do you mean I've grown up? This is, oh my God, this is exactly, this is exactly what I was talking about earlier on the text messages where a girl says to a guy, right? Oh my God, you grow. I think that's even worse. You think it's better, better to see validation after a compliment or an insult? I don't think you should see validation. I don't, a hundred percent. Which one do you think is worse? I think, 
I think a compliment. Because I feel like you got the compliment already. You want more validation? I feel like with an insult, at least you could be like, okay, like, so why do you think that? Yeah, like, why? You, you think what? But I feel like if somebody comes to you and says, wow, you have some great sneakers on. You go, really? What do you like about my sneakers? It's like, damn, bro, you really thirsty for a compliment. But if I say, yo, bro, I don't like your sneakers. It's like, why? Because I think that they're last year's season. It's like, oh, okay. All right, whatever. Um, and I feel like that is more acceptable for that reason. Um, either way, seeking validation is wrong. So an uh, uh, a an insecure girl will see a text message like Melissa got and go, "I need to find out what why he feels like this about me. I need to find out why he excuse me why he uh is saying these things about me. I don't understand why he's doing this, right? So." An insecure person or a toxic person is going to exhibit these traits outside of that interaction. And that's why I think that it stems from the woman. The guy is always chasing the woman. Whatever. What? Oh, how someone hit my phone with toxic energy. I say thank you. They on their energy again. But he doesn't Yes. How? Because if the woman responds to it, she is allowing the toxicity because of her. No, 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 no. Her. Okay. What he did only works on toxic women. So you have to be toxic when I get to you for this to work. I don't have to be toxic to do that. It's just I'm doing it because it works. I know if I, if, if, I, if I find a confident guy and go, bro, if you insult a girl, let's say you don't know about girls. You go, if I insult a girl. This gets you pussy. You go, what? Yeah, listen, watch. Go over there and tell her that she's ugly. She's going to fuck you. All right. Hey, you ugly. Oh, my God, you want to have sex? You're like, what the fuck? Why did that work? Bruh, that's, not, that's how it works. That's what it is. So, like I said, I always, listen, yes, I'm putting the, I'm always going to, for the most part, put the blame on the women because you guys have to change the, you, guys will do whatever y'all want them to do if y'all, if y'all, if they want to fuck. I'm telling you, if if a guy, if girls came together, this is it. Let me not say that. Forget that. If a woman as an individual told herself, I am not going to deal with these traits, I can guarantee you, you will not deal with a man with those traits. You will not have a guy that's doing those things to you. It's simple. It's simple math. It's, it's very simple math. Toxic traits, very small toxic traits. And tell a guy, listen, this is toxic. This is childish. This is manipulative. Do not do these things. Get it in check. He'll go, oh, shit, all right. I bet I won't do it no more and he'll stop doing it funny enough you might not like him no more after that but he won't do it no more I guarantee he won't do it because he's like oh this don't work like if guys were going to girl if 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 I could give a girl a compliment and say you look pretty and she would fuck me why would I ever insult her what was the movie I'm not gonna get what I want out of that funny enough right this is something that, that I learned uh from Jordan I'm supposed to meet this week he's a uh old friend and old teammate and old uh classmate right so and this is very profound to me if you go on a podcast and probably tell the story again we were in the seventh grade one time right and i remember that he we were it's maybe sixth seventh grade at mount st michael right we were in the staircase we out yeah another staircase we were like about to leave in the hallway whatever right and i remember that this is around the time people started wearing like tighter jeans people were wearing like the the electric blue pants electric blue skinny jeans and green and shit like that right now, I didn't wear none of that shit, right? But I used to still wear, like, 
uh i might have been my waist might have been a 29 maybe a 27 back then maybe maybe smaller because i was younger i was wearing like a 45 waist pants like my pants were big as like i was wearing my mom's boyfriend's pants and he was big so i'm wearing big ass pants right um and i remember that jordan had started wearing like fitted pants right um and i remember being like yo why you wear fitted pants he was like girls like fitted pants and i was like what he was like listen if girls talk to girls prefer when you wear fitted pants and i was just like so you're telling me that if a girl wanted you to wear a skirt you wear a skirt he was like yes he was like because if the girls are fucking the guys wearing skirts and you're not wearing skirts who are you fucking and that was like profound to me because i'm like huh if all the girls want guys to wear skirts and i don't want to wear a skirt they're not gonna fuck me so why am i wearing why am i not wearing a skirt and it hit me like i'm probably gonna wear a skirt if it was general consensus around the world that skirts get pussy i'd probably wear a skirt why would i not wear a skirt it don't make sense it don't make it doesn't make any sense so how do you feel about that when you put it like that i guess it makes sense right and i'm like that and i, I will never forget that conversation because it really opened my eyes to be like one, the fact that he said that, and two, the fact that I said, yeah, I would do that. <laughs> I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, it's it's silly that I would even think to wear anything else. If if And mind you, this is obviously a broad generalization because there's going to be some girls who like skirts, some girls who don't. But if for the most part, if I can do this thing and get majority of girls, I'm going to do that majority. I'm going to do that thing that gets me the majority of girls. So if the majority of girls are getting got by guys who are being negative and being toxic, why would I, why would the average person who doesn't even get that much pussy go through the work of going, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to do the complete opposite of what everybody else is doing and hopefully get some, why would you do that? You're not going to do that. Your friends come to you and say, bro, that girl trying to fuck, all you got to do is say this, this, that, and the third, it worked, boom, go ahead. Now, like I said, it's, it's, it's a very few amount of people will go against that grain. Um, I'm one of them and I, only because I did it. And I realized that it worked, but I'm like, I don't like the the repercussions of this. Like, I see that it works, but this comes back to the whole toxic thing because I know that I don't want to do those things. I'm like, oh, this is what works. I'm going to do it. I did it. And I'm like, nah, this is not, this don't feel right. Like treating girls like this, treating them like one, like numbers. I remember, I remember feeling so bad talking about girls or when I was talking to girls like that, because it's almost like how I'm doing now with leads. And leads are properties that you're going to buy, right? So you're just cold calling people at that point. You're like, I don't even remember anybody that I'm calling. I'm just calling people to call them over and over again. And if I, if I get a girl's number or whatever the case might be, or I talk, we fuck and we fuck. That's it. And now my brain has gone to, okay, I more or less have a script in my head of what I'm going to say to get pussy, how I'm going to act, what's going to be done. I'm going to call her. I'm going to meet her, try and fuck the first day. If I can't fuck the first day, I'm going to try and fuck the second day. And I, then there's tools to do it. And it's not a slimy kind of fuck. It's like a, there are, there are, I'm going to give you some games. How it would go real quick, right? Okay. If I was doing a Tinder date or a Tinder thing, this is how it would go. I'll get her number, right? First, text less than she texts you immediately. That's the first thing you do when you're texting her. Get her number as soon as possible. If you can get it in the first five bubbles, good. Get her number. Then you call her that afternoon. You call her. She's going to be confused. Why you call me so early in the afternoon? Let me go listen. She's going to be confused as to why you're calling her so soon because no guys do that, right? Um, then you'll say, uh, yeah, I want to hear you go listen. I want to hear your voice. You know, most guys don't call in the middle of the day. I just want to hear how you sound. How you doing, right? 
And they go, oh my God, that's so crazy. And you go, yeah. Now, but this requires you to be able to hold a conversation. Now, most girls will answer the phone and talk to you. First of all, if she answered the phone, she wants to talk to you. That's the first thing you have to understand. So now it's up to you to figure out how to keep her on the phone. Same thing like with sales or anything else like that. So now you're on the phone talking to her, right? Now your goal is to is to get her to be attracted to you. There's two ways to do that. You have to talk about sex. So you bring up words like panties. You throw it in there in a weird, you don't, you throw, as long as the word is used, panties, uh, sex, fuck, anything like that, as long as the word is used, you're good. All you have to do is, is break the boundary between us being friends and us having sex. So you might be like, listen, uh, yeah, I'm watching this TV show right now. This girl has on these fucking red panties. I'm like, it don't, she looks crazy in these red panties. As long as you say the word, it's not in her brain. She's thinking about panties. And now you already have the door open to talk about panties or sex. And you just keep going through that door. Then if you get more comfortable, then you start you might ask her and you have to respond to how she's responding to you. Because like I said before, it's always about what the girl wants. You have to fit into what she wants. You can't come to her with what she don't want. It's like you can't sell something to somebody they don't want. That's how it works. <coughs> so you do that right now. If you're really good. Now, there's nothing that guys don't understand either. As I said about being confident. If I'm talking to a girl, right, I would say these exact words. I want to see you. That's it. I don't say nothing else after that. I leave a pause and that's it. I let her go. What? I want to see you. That's it. What do you mean? Okay, look. Today I get off work at 3.30. Okay, you live X, Y, and Z. I'll come get you. We can go on a walk and we can go eat at a spot near you. Today? Yeah, listen. I get off work, bitch. Okay. She's she's off her feet. Don't even know what's going on. She's like... Mind you, you just met her that same day. You talk, you met her in the morning. You talked to her on the phone for two or three hours in the afternoon. And you go meet her at 6, 7 o'clock. Now, when you meet her, you got to break the touch boundary. When you see her, give her a hug. I tried doing this. It's not, it, it works. But you have, to, I, I wasn't, wasn't really my thing. It does work though. Um, Like give them a kiss on the cheek when you see them. First time. Because they don't know you. So you give them a hug, kiss on the cheek. Now they think you're a very affectionate person. So now when you're out with them, you can <coughs> grab their hand. Touch his shoulder, things like that. My personal technique was, oh, let me see what kind of fingernail polish you have. Oh, wow, yeah, green fingernail polish. I'll grab their hands. I'll put my, you know, just hold their hands, things like that. You break the touch barrier. Now you're making out throughout the day, right? But like I said, you have to escalate to that. You got to pass some tests on the way up there, whatever. But the main thing is to fuck on the first day. By the end of the night, you have to have somewhere to have sex at. That's it. And then you have sex. It's not hard. <coughs> and... If you do it on the first day that you got her number on Tinder, that's like, that's like great. But maybe I spread it out to two days or three days. But you're talking about you waiting a week, two weeks, three weeks to fuck? No. But the main point of what I'm saying is that you have to, when you're talking to a girl, you are doing the things that she wants. But the problem is that guys don't know what the girl wants. That's the problem. So this is why I put the onus on the women because you have to change what you want so that you get better men and so that men overall become better. You sacrifice, you saying that you're not enough. So now girls feel like, oh, I'm not enough. What they going to do? They're going to settle for a dude that ain't shit. And then they're going to wonder why they keep getting ain't shit dudes because a lot of women keep doing the same thing, talking about some, I want a guy. I just want a relationship. Why he don't want to be with me? I don't understand. He don't want to be with you because something's wrong with him. If Let me not say that because something might be wrong with you too. I don't know. How, I don't know you. You might be something really crazy with you. Um... So there's that. Now, uh, the next topic is what makes a girl a hoe. What time are we at right now? Because I think I might not get to the, the, the last topic, but. Okay. 
So I'm gonna this. This will be the last topic, and then I'll cover uh, security versus excitement and rich slave versus poor slaves last week. Oh yeah, and I'll do Donna's question at the end. Um, so this kind of this is what makes a girl a hoe. We're at what 140 already. I don't remember, but it's probably I, I didn't stop it. So probably like three minutes, maybe it's not enough. Um, I mean, I think it's a good episode. Uh, so but it's that two hour time mark that people get fucked up at when they see it. So, um, what are we at? One forty. Yeah. So okay. So, all right. So we're gonna talk about what makes a girl a hoe next week. Um. And I'm going to end it with Donovan's questions. I know y'all excited. I want to hear more. So next week, we're going to do what makes a girl a hoe, security versus excitement, and rich slave versus poor slaves. That's on the topic agenda for next week. Unless something else comes up or we have a guest. Um, Donovan's questions today. Right? Donovan's question. One question. Okay. Listen. This is called building anticipation. We're going to do it again. Everybody be quiet and wait and listen. Okay, this is Donovan's questions. How do you feel? Imagine yourself at work, right? You're at your desk at work, wherever you work at. And you have a Karen walking in, white woman, right? Mayonnaise looking, walks into your job. And she is wearing a big 80s Black Panther afro. Huge afro, right? Now, just sit and think about it. What would you think? How do you feel when that happens? Okay, just think about it. Close your eyes and imagine it, envision it. Now, ask yourself to imagine if you was to go to work and you saw a black woman, a black queen who has been lied to wearing a straight-haired wig, flat-ironed hair wig. It's straight Okay, now imagine it. Close your eyes again. She has straight hair. Black woman, straight hair. White woman, afro. Which one of those is weird to you? And why is it weird to you? It's Donovan's question. All right, so now uh, we're going to, I guess, scroll down, Melissa. Um, so again, consultations. DM me to schedule a date for one of those consultations. I'm telling you. I got the heat for y'all. Y'all dealing with ain't shit men. Y'all dealing with ain't shit women. Or y'all who are men don't know how to deal with a woman. I got, I know what the women need and not that toxic shit. I know what they really need what makes them happy. I got the info for y'all. I got you. Listen, my my, my girlfriend, Melissa, happy all the time, 24-7. She loves me. Everything I do, okay? <laughs> Everything. All the time. You see? Oh, you can't see me, but whatever. But, you know. Uh, what was I gonna say? Um, oh yeah, so, uh, DM, Instagram, D O N I V A N G R A Y. DM me on there for no, that's not true. DM me on the Bamboo Project underscore podcast if you want a consultation. That is where you will DM me at the Bamboo Project underscore podcast. We are welcoming guests if you live in the tri-state area from ten to twelve on Tuesdays. We're shooting podcasts, okay. Every Tuesday, we hear all the time, almost 25 weeks in a row. We hear consistency. And 
if you have not already done so check out our, our social medias okay mine is donovan gray d-o-n-i-v-a-n-g-r-a-y my beautiful girlfriend's is anita burn a-n-e-t-a-b-u-r-n you can find us or find all of our different projects we're doing a lot over here we're gonna be billionaires watch we have a food page we have a clothing page we have a music page we have a fitness page we have a sports page which is getting popping now and we have the bamboo project underscore podcast page okay bamboo project out